0: This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. The flames died down a little today, but the death toll from the South Coast firestorm has grown and the official count for lost homes has reached 176. That number seems certain to rise.
1: It wasn't that long ago, Sydney was in a blanket of smoke and we were seeing terrifying images of fire tornadoes. The 2019-20 to 20 Black Summer bushfires were a pivotal moment in Australia's history. They burn through millions of hectares of New South Wales and the ACT, destroying lives and homes in their wake. Well, joining me this morning is Greg Mullins, the former Commissioner of Fire and Rescue New South Wales. Good morning, Greg.
0: Hi, Ellie. How are you?
1: I'm good. Now, you have been fighting fires for over 50 years. You, you grew up watching your dad fight fires. I know this is going to sound like a pretty basic question, but How do you overcome that human instinct for self-preservation and and walk into the heat?
0: Look, I used to watch Dad and, as I say in my book, he was just so calm. And my first fire was 2nd of October in 1971, was almost exactly 50 years ago. And um, I got a bit frightened at one stage because it was like a jumbo jet was coming towards us up this steep hill and... Yeah, he just said, it'll be all right, mate, if the fire go in the house and if the house catches fire, <laughs> when the smoke gets thick, just go out on the burnt ground. i them, have gone, oh, my God. But um, he was just so calm. And, and as I learned through my career with fire and rescue over 39 years and now back as a volunteer, when I was a young volunteer, the best fire commanders, um, as a situation gets worse, they get Karma, not they don't panic and they don't start yelling and waving their arms around. And um, so you just have to keep a level head and understand the physics of the fire and avoiding radiant heat and smoke.
1: What's the hardest part of being a firefighter?
0: Uh, Seeing people suffer loss. And, um, you know, I make no secret of the fact I suffer from PTSD and that. I didn't know for years, I I found out late in my career, um, but it made a lot of sense when I did find out and there's great treatments out there, so if anyone's listening, um, don't battle on Get Help. But seeing people lose their lives in car crashes, cutting people out of wrecks, um, trying to save people in burning homes and units and not being able to get there quickly enough, that it really took its toll and and I think you wouldn't be human if it didn't affect you and I I know many, many colleagues who suffer because of that but they still front up every day. So men and women who are just salt of the earth and are there for others. So
1: mm.
0: um, I love my emergency services family. They're just incredible people.
1: And look, we're so thankful for your many years of service, Greg. Um, You're obviously able to speak up in ways you perhaps weren't able to as a fire commissioner. You've got your new book, Firestorm. What's the message you want people to get from this book?
0: Look, the message is that climate change is real. Um, Anybody who actually reads the science and then applies it, and in my case applies it to 50 years of experience of changing, intensifying and worsening bushfires, knows that this is real. It's not something that might happen in the future. Um, we're in the midst of a climate emergency and it's imperative that we take action because as we saw in Black Summer, I've worked with fire services around the world. I think we've got the best firefighters, some of the best arrangements in the world, yet we couldn't, we couldn't handle what Black Summer threw at us. Um, we had 11 times more homes lost in New South Wales than our worst ever fire season before that. And it's driven entirely by extreme weather and the extreme weather is driven by a warming planet. So I hope that people will read the book, have an aha moment, go, I get it now, yeah. and demand more action on emissions.
1: What about individuals, Greg? What can we do?
0: Look, um, educate, arm ourselves with knowledge and Start reading some of the science. You've got resources like the Climate Council. It summarises scientific papers. Um, don't consume your science by Facebook because uh, mm, it's not really what they call peer-reviewed science. It's someone's opinion. And mm. and look at things that you can do in the community. And it might be writing a letter to your local member. Australia's got the biggest take-up of... Um, solar panels on roofs, buy batteries if you can afford it, but become active because I think one of the things we suffer from in Australia is we're easygoing and it's, no, she'll be right, mate. Well, she's not going to be right, mate, I can tell you. Um, I dedicate my book to my grandsons because I'm really frightened about the future that they face and I'm not going to sit on my hands. I'm not going to, you know, in 20, 30 years' time, time when I leave the planet think back and um, think, oh, I wish I'd done something. No, I'm, I'm going to step up to the mark.
1: Firestorm is your book. It's out now. Greg Mullins, thank you so much for your many years of service. Thank you for continuing to volunteer in our community and for joining me on Hope Breakfast this morning.
0: Great to speak to you, Ali. Thank you.